Good morning, Oakland United Methodist Church. This is Russ, the gray-haired preacher. And today I want you to get out your Bibles and let's look at Acts 11, the 11th chapter of Acts. Now hear these words. The apostles and the brethren who were brought throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles too had received the word of God. So when Peter came up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision criticized him because they said, you went in to men who had never been circumcised and you ate with them. So Peter began at the beginning and told them the whole story. And here Peter repeats the story of praying and seeing the, the great um, um, cloth come down and, and the sheet with all the four-footed beast of the earth and the creeping animals and the voice that said, uh, Peter, rise, kill, and eat. Now, why in the world did the gospel writer, did Luke, rewrite and retell this story? He had already told this story. Well, the key is when they called the church at Jerusalem, those were the Jews, the church are the people of the circumcision. That would have been the Jews. And here, uh, it's almost the beginning of Christianity in that Peter is saying, wait a minute, our faith in Christ moves beyond the those of the circumcision. And so, at this point in our narrative, uh, Christianity could have been just another sect of Judaism, another part of it. It wouldn't have gone to the Gentiles, but Peter, based on his vision and the call of God, realized that the good news of the gospel was for the Gentiles too. And so you've got this rivalry between the Jews and the Gentiles, and Peter is advocating and pushing for the Gentiles. And of course, Paul will take over and be the apostle to the Gentiles. Um, now, the next thing that happens is this. Let's look at Acts 11, 18 through, or 11 through 18. So Acts 11, 11 through 18. And look you thereupon, three men who have been sent to me from Caesarea stood at the house where we were. The Spirit told me to go with them and to make no distinctions. No, no distinctions between circumcised and uncircumcised. No distinction between Gentile or Jew. These six brethren also came with me and we came to the man's house. And he, he told us how in the house he had seen an angel standing and saying, Send to Joppa and send for Simon, who's also called Peter, who will speak words to you by which you and your house will be saved. And as I was beginning to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them just as in the beginning he did upon you. And I remembered the Lord's word and how he said, John baptized you with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If God gave the gift, the same gift to them as to us who have believed in the Lord Jesus, who was I to be able to hinder God? When they heard this, they had no protest to make, and they glorified God, saying, So God has been given life-given repentance to the Gentiles, too. So, the book of Acts has already shown us through Simon the Tanner, you know, a, a guy that uh, that slaughters animals and tends 
um, hides, that person would always be unclean. But but Peter went to him earlier in the book of Acts. Uh, we've seen uh, the Ethiopian eunuch that was converted. Uh, we've seen the faithful Roman. So the book of Acts in every turn, and then this Peter's picnic or this vision with all the the creatures on the on the sheet being lowered uh, has been told twice. So Peter and the the author is making every effort to say the gospel of Jesus is for the whole world. It's for the Roman. It's for the Ethiopian. It's for the uncircumcised. It's for the whole world. And at this point, the faith continues to grow, and it will grow outside of Jerusalem and all over the world. And then we hear in Acts 11, 19 through 21, those who had been dispersed by the persecution falling upon, following the death of Stephen, went through the country as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, but they spoke the word to no one except to Jews. But some of them, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, came to Antioch and they spoke to the Greeks too and told them the good news of the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was in this and a great number believed and trusted in the world. So here we see the gospel is being preached deliberately to the Gentiles. Philip to the Samaritans um, and uh, Cornelius, um, uh, the Roman, and uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing because it lets in all of the world. Now, chapter or, uh, Acts 11, 22 through 26 goes on to say, News of, of what they were doing came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas out as far as Antioch. And when he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them to make it the set purpose of their hearts to cleave to the Lord, for he was a good man full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And he went away to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they were guests of the church there, and they were instructed in a very considerable number of people, and they instructed a very considerable number of people. And it was at Antioch that the disciples first received the name Christian. And Christian means little Christ. It was probably um, a term of, um, of, um, of slander or, or certainly uh, not, not a good thing, but, uh, but the, word, the word stuck. And then we'll finish up with Acts 11, 27 through 30. And in those days... The prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch, and one of them called Agabus stood up, and through the Holy Spirit he gave a sign that a great famine was to come upon the whole land, and this happened in the reign of Claudius. But each of the disciples, in proportion to his resources, fixed upon an amount for a relief fund to send to the brethren who lived in Judea. And they did this and dispatched it to the elders throughout the hands of Barnabas and Saul. So again, a beautiful story because the, uh, the famine certainly was very tough in Jerusalem. And the church in Jerusalem, the Jewish Christians were very poor. So this is another example of the unity of the faith where the Gentile Christians are sending a collection, a relief collection, in fact, sent by Saul and Barnabas. And, 
And remember, Saul, or, or the Apostle Paul, has great need to be accepted in the church of Jerusalem because he has persecuted Christians. He has, he has uh, done everything in his power to fight against this. And now that he is a, a Christian convert, he very much wants the, um, the church at Jerusalem to accept him. And, and maybe one of the ways that he wanted and got the acceptance was by taking a relief offering for the, uh, the church of Jerusalem during the, uh, the famine. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you and um, shelter in place and stay safe during these days of the pandemic. Amen.